Recording started. Hello and welcome to No Confidence. I'm your host, David Merland. Nothing you'll hear me say is intended as legal advice. Anything that sounds like that to you, just consider it something somebody else might do on a planet far, far away where the law matters. It doesn't matter here. I prove it on a daily basis. Believe it. It's February 7th, 2024. Watch for dismissals in the cases against Donald Trump. The easiest one is the first one. Albert Bragg, the New York district, uh, district attorney, where for 18, 19 counts, the link is in the chat. Uh, first is drive-by litigation, where I'll be placing files on the web that you'll be able to download for a fee. Then you have the indictments page. And down near the bottom, I have, let's see, doggone, it looks like I skipped the Albert Bragg indictment. <clears throat> no, that's the first of the Donald Trump indictments. Uh, in the chat, there's a link to uh, takefromcaesar.us slash files slash indictments. <clears throat> and near the bottom of the list, four indictments against Donald Trump. The first one of which is the New York indictment by Albert Bragg, where every count is identical, except for a different loan that was applied to, a different form that was filed. And this indictment is on its face deficient because it says that he, he violated <clears throat> this particular provision of New York law in an effort to violate a federal law. And they never tell you which federal law when it's an essential element of the state charge. He violated state law here. So to violate that law over there and they never fill in that blank. What law? What law are you talking about? And he never identifies it and makes all these counts identical. So this, it's called a four corners assessment within the four corners of this indictment from the upper left corner of page one to the lower right corner of page 16. Does he fail to state a case against Donald Trump? Yeah, he does. It's a no brainer. As you read this, you'll see that every counts the same. It just pertains to a different date, but it's the same conduct and the same deficiency. Albert Bragg, the attorney, uh, district attorney, never identifies the second law in federal law that's the reason Donald Trump broke the state law, when in fact that's an essential element of the state law violation. Yes, it is. Then you have. Uh, uh, 37 counts at the Mar-a-Lago raid. <clears throat> I got a question, and it's rhetorical. Joe Biden was never president when he gathered all those documents you see in that garage with his Corvette. That means the documents are stolen government property. You're looking at a photograph of Joe Biden's possession of stolen government property. Donald Trump is allowed as president to take documents. 
Joe was never allowed by law to take documents. And no one ever takes Joe that far. I've heard it mentioned a couple times. I think once was by Jason Rance that uh, that's stolen property. And of course, it leads to, uh, yeah, it's kept in a garage where a crack addict that sells influence had access to them. So you're looking right at the right at the document farm when you look at that photograph of all those documents sitting beside uh, Joe Biden's Corvette. <clears throat> and so what are you even doing looking at uh, Donald Trump? And secondly, this actually should be first. Did Donald Trump have any criminal intent to steal documents? The Secret Service was guarding the documents at Mar-a-Lago. They knew all about them. The Secret Service tells him one day, put another lock on that door there, would you? He says, yes, sir. Did everything in plain sight. Is that the conduct of somebody that has criminal intent to steal documents? <clears throat> so they're doing a terrible job and they don't care how terrible because they can't even see. They're, they're blind with Trump derangement syndrome at any cost, no matter what we have to say, because every judge is corrupt. If the judges weren't corrupt, you wouldn't see prosecutions uh, taking place in front of them that have no foundation. The DOJ knows and the state prosecutors know. The courts are where to take a bad case because judges are corrupt. The next one is four more counts. <clears throat> Uh, and I'm talking about the Donald Trump indictments, four more counts about the January 6th Capitol dust-up insurrection. He intended to overthrow the government. Oh, that's why he offered uh, Nancy Pelosi and Muriel Bowser, the mayor of Washington, D.C., uh, 20,000 National Guard troops. Is that so his insurrection would succeed? Who would plan an insurrection and then offer the people in control of security everything they need to put down an insurrection? 20,000 National Guard troops. So there's been no inquiry in that case as to whether or not Donald Trump had criminal intent. Isn't that something? Criminal intent. Where is it? He offered 20,000 National Guard troops and said, march to the Capitol and peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Where's the criminal intent? None. So we see government in uh, all-out uh, blackout rage against Donald Trump. They just can't wait to put his head on a pike. They can't, they can't wait. They hate themselves for having to wait. And uh, I hate them just looking at them. So no criminal intent in the January 6th case where there was a frat party in the Capitol. I told you the frat party that I went to that was worse than the dust up that happened at the Capitol. And they made that a federal crime. You know, there was... This is 1978, <laughs> spring of 78, maybe. And I was uh, a jumper on a community college 
track team. There was a house rented out by um, one of the uh, athletes on the track team who was a thrower of the shot put slash discus splash uh, slash javelin. And it was a B-Y-O-T-I party. Bring your own throwing implement. If you've got a discus, a a shot put, or a javelin, bring it to the party. And through every wall and every floor and ceiling, those throwing implements were thrown through the wall, floor, and ceiling. And the party ended at about 1.30 at night when uh, somebody took the javelin and threw it through the living room window. And it flew across a fence that was close to the house, over through the living room window of the house next to this house, and skipped across their coffee table in their living room, 1.30 in the morning. So uh, what's the big deal about what happened at the Capitol? (laughs) Insurrection and inquiries, congressional hearings. Excuse me, (laughs) you ever been to a frat party? Anyway, um, (laughs) so January 6th, that's that's a trash case. What arrangements did he make leading up to that? Well, we got cell phone data, don't we? You think Donald Trump was scheming? Go and get all of his cell phone data to see if he contacted a bunch of people that were in Antifa or against Antifa or whatever. Did he have a period where he's making a bunch of calls to certain people that were busted January 6th? And they still make the accusation. They don't care how bad they look. And then the the last of the four, the fourth complaint and indictment in the Georgia state felony charges. Oh, he was trying to overturn the election. No, he wasn't. He was trying to prove that certain votes were invalid or certain totals that were proposed as the basis for ratifying uh, electoral votes, uh, they weren't reliable. What happens after that? Yeah, overturn the election. If that's what happens, that's what happens. But he was only investigating uh, whether or not there were enough votes. And when he said, find me some votes, he didn't say fabricate me some votes, find me some votes. How did he get other votes? Suddenly, oh, a bunch more for Donald Trump. They were found. We found them. There were a few buckets in the corner of the building where they processed the votes. We found them. And so he used the same terminology that everybody else is using. We found votes in the back of a truck out here parked at the post office. They wouldn't have been counting if counted if we hadn't found them. And he says, find me some votes. I think he needed 1,100 votes. Find me 1,100 votes. He didn't say fabricate them. So all of his cases are the result of stretching the law way out of shape while you ignore criminal intent. That's a great bottom line for the cases against Donald Trump. And personally, uh, I think his uh, attorneys really ought to get busy Let's go back to the um, 34 counts of falsifying New York state business records, Uh, falsifying the value of property, 
overestimating the value of property when in fact uh, the bank didn't lose money when they loaned Donald Trump money. He never missed a payment. He paid back every loan. Everybody's happy. And the bank did its own due diligence after the loan applications went in with the values of property saying, I own all this property. Could I get a loan against it? <clears throat> well, let me tell you, uh, that judge that said Mar-a-Lago is worth $18 million when in fact it's worth over $400 million uh, shows that uh, this particular standard has been defeated. The standard is, what is the value of property? They say the value of the properties he listed on these loan applications are way less than what he listed. Well, what is fair market value of the property he listed? Fair market value is determined through the terms of an arm's length transaction. Two unrelated parties acting in their own best, uh, own best interest under no compulsion to buy or sell, all relevant facts disclosed. It didn't say one person. It didn't say what the judge thinks the property's worth. Two unrelated parties acting in their own best interest under no compulsion to buy or sell, all relevant facts disclosed. Donald Trump has a say in how much those properties are worth. They weren't for sale. He was just telling the bank how much those properties are worth. Well, how would he know? How would he know? He's half of an arm's length transaction. The transaction doesn't happen unless he agrees. And so he has rights to say what the property's worth because what he says the property's worth is what the property's worth because he wouldn't sell it for less than that. U.S. versus Cartwright, 1973. If you went to uh, annotations.doc, which I know you guys have, annotations.doc, and you did a search for uh, transaction. Why don't I get that for you here real quick? Real quick. Because I'm young, I'm fit, and doggone it, people like me. So Civil litigation, annotations, dot, doc. Where are you? Annotations, dot, doc. And here we go in the chat chat please open that click and drag this annotations.doc is in the chat come on there we go and i open annotations.doc and it's 250 pages of formatted arguments get out of the way and control F, Cartwright. C A R T W R I G H T. And it's footnote 197. And I find that on page 
197. It's on page 150 of 263. That's the fair market value test. Was it an arm's length transaction? Well, then the, the amount the parties paid for it is the fair market value of the property. Why? Because they're unrelated parties acting in their, own, in their own best interest under no compulsion to buy or sell, all relevant facts disclosed. That's why. Any questions? Oh, what? The law is not good enough for you? U.S. versus Cartwright, Supreme Court, 1973. Don't make me tell you again. <clears throat> so Donald Trump has a say in what that property's worth. It's worth what he would sell it for. And when he applies for the loan, he's not selling the property. He's applying for a loan based on the fact that he owns that property. But he has a say in uh, determining what the property's worth. And his attorneys didn't argue this. Way to go, counselor. Gosh, too bad we didn't have a, you know, a self-taught paralegal from Seattle, like Dave, to point this stuff out. It's scary when you see uh, how far into the weeds they can get you and you got attorneys out there that'll cheerfully take a million dollars from you to represent you and they can't find their ass with both hands. It's really terrible. So, I want to show you something else here. This is along the lines of uh, prepping food at home. This is a wonderful website. Catchingtime.com, all about chickens and chicken coops and feeders and different breeds, ducks, turkeys, geese. And you can buy chicks, and they'll ship those chicks to you in a ventilated crate. So you can buy live chicks. And I think another place on the site, you can buy frozen chicks. Where they hatch out a bunch of chicks and, and then flash freeze them and sell them as snake food. Or mice, frozen mice. Frozen rats. Pretty neat website. So the cases against Donald Trump are likely to crumble one after another because there's simply no way to do it. I, I feel comfortable if I had to brief his issues, if I was charged that way, that um, I could get cases dismissed because they're, they're missing a couple of really big things like criminal intent and arm's length transaction isn't that something how we can uh, sit here together and look at in federal indictments against a former president and just chop them to shreds and what that reveals is that uh, they'd bring those indictments no matter how bad the case is they just wanted to flag him with something and they got 91 tries at it between those four indictments. 91 counts. <laughs> I think I think Trump's about to set another record of some sort. 
I beat 91 counts. <laughs> got your indictment. I got mine. And uh, uh, there are four very weak cases. Not that the attorneys have them to that point of recognition because they're failing. But for what it's worth, substantively, <clears throat> they just don't have a case against Trump in any of those four cases. And the New York State case is the worst among them. Hello, Gideon Warrior Network. <clears throat> Welcome to the call. Uh, this show will be posted. You want to go back and catch it. And uh, just a few minutes ago, I described the contents of the chat, different links there. Have fun, be fun. Enjoy yourself, enjoy somebody else. And if you know somebody who, if their pleadings don't look as good as they should, if they should know more about the law, if you think you know somebody who could pick up real quick on my work and uh, get their feet to meet the road, bgbgbg.us, tell them to get my flash drive. From that homepage, linked to the homepage, is a video table of contents, one hour, seven minutes long on my YouTube channel. Here's what's on the flash drive. Great stuff. Alphonse in Connecticut or Pennsylvania. Um, he got the flash drive. He's managing a couple of his own cases in county superior court against the state. And uh, he says, yeah, I had a bunch of problems with this judge. I went to the flash drive and I got, I went into the judicial notices and I filed onto the record in my case, the mandatory judicial notice about judicial immunity, when you can sue a judge and, and when a judge can go to prison and the other mandatory judicial notice about void judgments. They're all fully footnoted and described. He says, I filed those into the case. He didn't even ask the judge to get off the case. He just wanted to make the judge aware that I know when a judge can get in trouble. And the judge dropped the case, gave it to another judge. <laughs> Didn't even ask. As the judge is running out the door, oh, and your honor, would you get off this case? Could you hear me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm off the case. Leave me alone. Uh, that's funny that when the when you can pose the law to a judge in a way that gets that brisk of a reaction um you start to feel better about your chances <clears throat> but with what this government's willing to do to people like a covid virus that has a 40 percent kill rate or something else oops we can't get water for four days in Seattle. What the hell are you going to do? That'll drive people out into the street where they'll be drinking their own, uh, each other's blood to quench their thirst. And all it takes is a bunch of hacking to some of our systems. <clears throat> and they say China's doing exactly that. They're feeling out all of the infrastructure systems in the US, uh, the guy that was interviewed, and this was on um, the Fox News rundown right before the show today. He said, I'm actually pretty confident about the electric grid. 
but water he's very concerned with. He says you can drive up the amount of sodium chloride or chlorine in the water, can't remember which, uh, to make it poison. And uh, people just can't get along without water. It'll force everybody out of town to where they can get water. But it's uh, peculiarly, peculiarly vulnerable to uh, hacking. <clears throat> and he said, if you took all of our uh, government uh, technology people, all of them at once, and put them to work studying how to hack China, China's personnel devoted to the same thing against us would account to or amount to 50 to one. They have that many people directed at hacking America. They got small cities full of skyscrapers and the skyscrapers are full of nothing but hackers. So uh, independence get off the grid. Um, here's EDF or EDP protection. EDP protection. I'm going to have to start from scratch with that. EMP protection. Called Faraday protection. EMP protection. Electromagnetic pulse. A solar flare. A bolt of lightning. Or an atomic detonation in the atmosphere can uh, short out the entire grid. But if you had some of this hardware installed in your home, in your car, uh, an enclosure that you can keep a computer in uh, that has like um, uh, steel fencing on it, which would short out the electromagnetic pulse. It won't disable that electronic component, but you have to have things installed in your house, in your car, and uh, a shield around a room where you keep all your communication equipment and electronics because it can happen. And if it happens over America, they say 90% of the country will be dead in one year. There will be out. Everybody will be making a beeline for the zoo with a Bowie knife, trying to be the one to get the last monkey in the primate house. <laughs> and I don't want to be that person. I just ordered some more backup food from fourpatriots.com. They had a 72 hour supply. Buy one and get two free. So uh, picked up one of those. And I've got over 100 or 110 pounds of kippered beef jerky in sealed vacuum bags. Things you got to know. I hate it. 
and uh, you just you really have to get away from people and get off the grid or at least have an alternative ready in case your grid reliance suddenly gets terminated for whatever reason, whether it's somebody hit the telephone pole with a pickup truck or uh, lightning. I have to tell you, this is probably five years ago in Seattle, a lightning storm outside. So I went out to stand on the front porch and I'm looking directly south in the city. It was all, all houses and streets. And six blocks away, directly south of me, a lightning bolt hits a telephone pole and blows out the transformer. But I mean, it was six blocks away and it was so loud and so sudden, it scared me right off the porch back into the living room. Six blocks away. And it sounded like it was right behind me. So uh, the dual fuel generator, propane and gasoline. You want Presto logs for fires. It'll cost you $1 an hour to burn those to stay warm in a living room size room. Uh, And freeze dried food, stuff you got to know. Because you don't know what the guy, I heard a terrifying phrase on the radio a couple days ago. Suburban raid. Suburban raid. That's the kind of raid that was performed October 7th in Israel. Where Hamas came across the border in the suburbs and just went through a couple of farming towns and killed everybody. And with the way the cartels are allowed to run free, they've got gangs of South American illegal aliens in the Bronx that are raising hell. Uh, Moped stealing gangs who then ride those mopeds up and down streets, stealing purses and phones out of people's hands. Isn't that neat? You just watch, folks. It's going to get worse and worse. I don't know what the rest of the winter is going to be like over there in uh, Maryland, Virginia, New York, Pennsylvania. But uh, it's going to be cold. And not all these people are going to tolerate being out in the cold, foodless. So uh, I'd hate to live on the East Coast. It's a powder keg. Back to Trump, you know, it's uh, it's kind of boring because it's so easy to poke holes in those indictments, but it's huge. Uh, it's one of the biggest factors concerning the fact there's an election in November, nine months away. What happens to those indictments is very important. Uh, what's going to happen with the border is going to happen, but uh, when the New York indictment is dropped, <clears throat> they're going to have to. It should die in pretrial. The one about January 6th should die during pretrial. How do you take that all the way to trial? Peacefully and patri- uh, patriotically have your voices heard. And just to make sure there's no trouble, why don't you let me offer you 20,000 National Guard troops? And they refuse those. And they blame January 6th on Trump? 
where's the criminal intent? It's stupid that you'd have to even go that far. It's so obvious that he didn't intend a thing by it. So uh, not all four of those are going to make it to trial and to say, oh, Trump was trying to overturn the election. No, he was trying to prevent what he thought were fraudulent votes from being counted. What that added up to, uh, what that ultimately led to, is what the system prescribes. Donald Trump wasn't trying to overturn the election. He was trying to straighten out what he thought was a crooked vote. That, the fact that it's a crooked vote, would overturn the election. But the people in the press are so stupid and therefore dangerous. Look how they jump right over one criteria to say he was trying to overturn the vote. No, he wasn't. He was trying to prevent the tabulation of invalid votes. Can't blame him for trying, but he had a good reason to call him invalid. Now, some people acknowledge that, yeah, China had a lot to do with the 2020 vote. So Donald Trump is in the clear. It's just a matter of waiting around for it to happen. And then he's going to be our next president because I don't think the Democrats can cheat enough to overpower how many Republicans are going to come out and vote that way, Republican. It's either that or you're not going to have a country to leave to your children. It's going to be police power or no power. And the government will bend you right over your rights and spank you for believing you're free. <clears throat> That's a fact. I know what it looks like. I've talked to victims. I've watched victims become victims. Yeah, one day they're this, walking free, out and about, man about town. And the next day, they're calling people from jail saying, can you bail me out? over nothing uh, you have to have donald trump in the white house and some of that's going to depend on his choice for vice president is that going to be tim scott i don't think it should be uh, not enough experience in tim scott personally my tastes i think bar none hands down the best vice presidential pick trump could make would be michael pompeo his experience, you know, top of his class at uh, West Point, Secretary of State, uh, head of the CIA. You just can't come close to Michael Pompeo. And then they reach office, you watch out, things are going to get right so quickly, it'll make your head spin. Border closed. <laughs> Oil drilled and uh, China out of here deportation everybody that came in uh, under asylum rules he's got 10 million people to deport and he's sworn to do it uh, if only for that I'd vote for Donald Trump wouldn't you like to watch a country deport 10 million people <laughs> 
It's like, hurry home from work. It's 5.30. I'm almost home. You get home, go to the fridge, grab the beer, and turn on the news. Come on and watch the, the footage of buses going across the border full of illegal aliens headed for Guadalajara. The, don't drop them off in Tijuana. Take them way into Mexico. Make them pay for it. <laughs> anyway, if it was just for the deportation, I'd still vote for Donald Trump because uh, just that breach of the border, it makes each and every one of us less safe than we were under Donald Trump. Less safe. It makes our homes less safe. Our personal health and well-being less safe because of the president who intended it as did Obama. Oh, don't worry about these migrants. They'll, they'll learn English. What you got to do is make sure your children can speak Spanish. Uh, they're my children. Who the hell do you think you are? I asked you a question. Who the hell do you think you are? They think they can just take control of your life and dictate what's going to happen to your children in their lives. Back off, servant breath. Finally, Dan Bongino today signed off a one segment of his show saying very clearly, this is all done intentionally to destroy America. Thanks. You're finally talking like Donald Trump. Because for three or four months now, uh, actually more than that, probably eight or nine months was the first time I heard him say uh, they're destroying our country. You think Don Trump is that smart? You voted for him and in the office, he proved he was brilliant and you listened to him say they're intentionally destroying your country and you do nothing? I'm waiting until my next vote. When you know the other side cheats like pros? Uh, Americans are late, very late. You ask these people that uh, vendors at gun shows, because they're the ones that probably see more gun owners than anybody else, probably more than uh, uh, federal gun stores. You're not going to get into conversations about patriotism at a gun store, but at a gun show where you have all these tables and Joe Lunchbucket coming by you in a parade, uh, those people talk to a lot more everyday gun owners than the uh than you'd find at a formally licensed uh gun dealers establishment that's all business but uh they'll tell you that there's there are a few people there's a certain crust of society the gun owners that are very astute you know waving the flag that know that there there's something real wrong and uh and the pressure's going up, the temperature's climbing on society, and uh, it starts at the border. They got to shut off New York too, because uh, through Canada, through Ontario into New York, there's a steady flow of migrants. There's a whole industry north of the border, north of New York, uh, 
where they make false passports to make it into America. Isn't that swell? So Canada is the enemy. Mexico is the enemy. China, fentanyl. And who knows what they're going to do with 100 pounds of fentanyl come the day that uh, one of these domestic gangs now, they were just allowed into the country, when they say, I want to kill people with fentanyl. I got 100 pounds of it. What do you think they would target? They got to try to make it away without getting poisoned themselves. So would they tie an explosive to a bag of fentanyl? and explode it in the stands at a baseball game or a football game? Uh, would they go to the roof of the skyscraper and, and pour the bag of fentanyl down the air conditioner vent? Uh, who knows? Where are you going to kill the most people? You're going to see hundreds of people die at a time. There's enough fentanyl in America to kill everybody three times. So... Uh, we're surrounded by enemies. South American countries conspiring together with a big refugee camp to bring in refugees from wherever. Come on, sail over here to South America, get in the camp, and then they bust them up through Mexico to a couple hundred miles from the border and let them loose. We have no friends. China owns both ends of the Panama Canal. So there goes Costa Rica. You're going to be right next door to China. China has enough people to come right over and ship after ship after ship and just offload thousands of people with or without rifles. And they can take any one of these small countries that don't have navies. So, uh, the the ruling class in america right now that's the deep state and the current elected democrats they hate this place and they're bringing it down and they're bringing it down right on our heads they're doing their best to keep donald trump from office he's our only hope his cases are super weak it's a matter of where waiting for them to all work out and here the other side, the opposition's problem is they were blind with rage against Trump. They thought they could do this with just their power. And the indictments are so weak that uh, they'll likely fail. It's likely that they will fail in all four cases. So anyway, those are, these are the things I like about America this week. It's Wednesday, February 7th of 2024 my name is david merlin none of this is legal advice and uh, i'll be back on saturday maybe sooner i really want to do post uh, another seminar here uh, i got to get busy getting a few things on the web so uh contact flash drive pro one at gmail.com let me give you that. If you went to bgbgbg.us, you'll find this. Flash Drive Pro 1. 1 at gmail.com.
gmail.com flashdrivepro1 at gmail.com if you want to get on a list uh anything that uh i do on the web you'll be apprised of and i really want to do post a couple new seminars and uh see if i can't boost the sales of the flash drive it's only 200 bucks and it's got a world of education right there on it not just information education uh, collected reasons the government loses cases and so the more of those you know uh, the more you know about your own rights that's how to know what your rights are you study cases the government lost and so the next time it happens you can go excuse me i you can't do that i'm entitled to a hearing simon versus craft wouldn't it be nice to just be able to drag that up from memory i didn't get a hearing on that got to give me a hearing and you have my stuff and so you know the right to a hearing has already been briefed it's in annotations.doc if you do a search for craft things you got to know <clears throat> i covered a lot of bases on that flash drive so uh, thanks for joining me please see me soon I'll be back on Saturday at the very latest. And until then, stay out of their way, stay innocent, and uh, uh, duck and cover. It's not a bad exercise to know.